Welcome to episode 124 of the Thunder Underground podcast. My name is Trent. I'm here with Jason. And we've got a ton of stuff to talk about. But the big thing is, all four members of Less Than Human are here with us, finally. That's the most important thing. Yes. And it was a great conversation. Great to find... I mean... How many times have we hinted and teased and, and told ourselves we need to fucking do this? We procrastinated, blah, 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 fucking blah. Well, we finally did it. Yeah. They're here, and it was great. These guys have a buzz going. Um, they, they've got a vibe. You know, there's stuff happening with them. They got a great fan base. Um, it's just a good time to be in that band, and we're happy to kind of just... You know, open a window on it a little bit and show you all what's going on. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, we've got some a full over an hour talk with these guys, some cool stuff. So I'll be looking for that here in just a few minutes. But before we do, we're going to let you know that one of the things that, like you mentioned, something's going on here. They're playing Rocklahoma. Yes. And they are playing the first day, the first official day, Friday. Pre-parties are on Thursday, and then Friday this thing kicks off at 3 p.m. They are the first band playing on May 26th on the River Spirit stage, formerly the Hard Rock stage. This is the main side stage. They're going to be kicking this thing off at 3 p.m., and I don't know that the lineup's out yet, but, you know, bands on this bill that'll be playing that stage are bands like Suicidal Tendencies and In Flames and Fozzie and Diamond Head. So, Less Than Human is in great company, and they deserve to be there. Yes, they, they definitely deserve it. Um, they they can hold their own with all those bands, and uh, they're going to kick it off, and we'll be there. Absolutely. Well, speaking of shows, I mean, we've got a multitude of shows here in the next couple weeks if yeah. you're in the Oklahoma area. First being, Less Than, Less Than Human is opening up from Mushroom Head in Oklahoma City on May 18th. That's a little less than a week next Thursday night. So if you're in the Oklahoma area, get out there. Mushroom Head is a great live band, and Less Than Human, of course, is as well. They open for them before, so they're making the trip to Oklahoma City to do it again at the Diamond Ballroom. And we've got tickets to give away for this thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, just stay tuned for that. We've got tickets, and this is going to be a killer show. They fit perfectly with Mushroom Head and that vibe. It's going to be great. Yes, yeah, so be on the lookout this weekend if you're listening on Friday when it's dropped. Check out our Facebook. We'll have, you know, we'll have a contest going on there. Facebook.com backslash Deep Thunder Underground. Yeah, and, you know, we might make you work for it, you know. We might tell you, you know, uh, put on a tutu, uh, smear yourself in refried beans, and post it on your Facebook page. And tag uh, us. And tag us with right. a sign, you know, that says... We love Less Than Human and Thunder Underground or some shit. I mean, we might just get fucking crazy with it, people. So watch out. It's mm-hmm. not It's not going to be easy. We might do a scavenger hunt with an autographed Jill Janis you know, picture that you can find somewhere? Uh, no. Okay. That will not happen. That's mine. No one gets to keep it. Only me. All right. I, I keep it under my pillow. <laughs> that reference is Jason actually won a scavenger hunt where he found Jill Janis's autographed photo with tickets attached to it. And, yes, and we got put on the list for the show. Yeah. That was awesome. Hell, yeah. And we got to meet her later, and she touched my beard. <laughs> I haven't washed this beard since, haven't you noticed? And never it's, will. It's got shit growing in it. I found the remote in there the other day. <laughs> well, this weekend, May 13th, we've got a couple shows. 
three shows actually I want to bring up. Mm. The Vanguard. And I bring that up because Modern Myth is opening. Yeah. Some old buddies of ours got a new band called Modern Myth. They're a great modern metal band. So get out there and check that out if you're into this kind of stuff. We played them here on the podcast several episodes back. Also on May 13th, we've got the rock, the pre-rock party going on for Axis bands, including Reliance Code, Locust Grove, The Revolutioners. I believe there's someone else. I'm forgetting off the top of my head, but it's going to be a good one. Shows at the Shrine are always great. And Definitely. Locust Grove, Reliance Code, even The Revolutioners, we saw them a while back, are all stellar live bands. So get out there and check that out. We will be in Oklahoma City. Yes, we will. Because the Super Joint Tour has made its way back around this part of the country. We saw it earlier this year. We're going to check out Super Joint with Child Bite, Battlecross, Coma Trip, Archon, and Smoke Offering. Yes. Um, that's a that's a metalhead's dream come true right there. Get your dancing shoes on. Huh? <laughs> so you can dance with Child Bite. Yeah. But that's that's the show we're going to be at. Yeah, so if you're in Oklahoma City area, you're out there, come say, hey, we'll see you out there. We just had on Andy from Archon, and yes. he talked all about that. And If you're in Oklahoma City area and need tickets, buy them from him. That's if you're right. in Tulsa, buy them from Kyle Williams, a smoke offering. And just like we mentioned Mushroom Head, you want tickets for that, buy them from Less Than Human. Any of these shows, it helps out these bands if you buy these tickets from them if they're opening the show. And it also helps you out because it cuts out service fees and those quote, con- convenience fees that are never convenient yes, because they charge you more money. And they, they, they're they fees for no reason, really. Yeah, so the real convenience is to buy them from a band because you save money. That's right. But, you know, like Trent said, look for us out there. You know, come say hey. I'll be the uh, large, handsome, bearded fella. Trent will be the bald, bearded guy with the Marcy Playground t-shirt on. <laughs> so just come say hey. We'll have a beer or something. We'll we'll let you guys buy us a beer. That's how nice we are. I'm sorry, dude, but I was planning to wear my Primitive Radio Gods t-shirt oh, that yeah. day. Yeah, right, yeah. Okay. Oh, I need to get my Oleander shirt out for that, too. <laughs> we need to get Seth Carnes back on his podcast. Yeah, we do. Because we did a... <laughs> a like 90s the, rock. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was like our fifth episode, maybe. It was in the first six or seven. Yeah. We sat down with Seth and just talked about... 90s, you know, the entire 90s rock, whether it be early 90s stuff like Guns N' Roses and Metallica clear into like Limp Biscuit at the end of the 90s. And yeah, it got weird, I think. But hey, it's time for a redo, I think. Yeah. I mean, you know, who who couldn't live without a fucking Dishwaller reference? <laughs> right. Speaking of something way better than Dishwaller, is May 20th. We've got tons of shows in the Tulsa area okay, as well. Okay, this is the conundrum. What are we going to do here? There's like four shows, I think, that I know of with area bands going on that night, and I'd love to go to all of them. You know, we've done this a few times Mm -hmm. where we went to a couple different shows so we could see different bands, but there's no way we could do all these. Yeah, I know. But what I want to say is that Big Vendetta from Arkansas is coming into Tulsa, and they're playing Billy Renee's. So get out there and check that out because... This band doesn't make it to Tulsa that often. They've been here a couple times. I'm glad to see them back. We've also got the show at the Shrine. Yes. Which features some phenomenal live bands and Severmind and Drek and the Chimps. I believe the Chimps are playing Axis Stage. Yes. Like later that week. That's why they're in town. They're actually from California. Yes. And Had Enough. Had Enough is on the bill too. Yes. Had Enough. 
great area band. Well, we've also got the return of Bozak. Yes. We've got Bozak in the Diffuser. That's yeah, another one. That's true. And the shame at Mercury Lounge. I mean, I haven't seen Bozak since the Curly days, like 2001 or something. Right. This, that, I mean, oh, dude, come on. <laughs> Dave Cantrell from Bunnies of Doom. This was one of his other bands. We had him on a podcast way back talking about this. So this is exciting that they're doing some shows again. Yeah. I know they're also playing one on June 3rd, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. With Is that with The Shame as well? I think it's with... Or no, it might be with someone else. I want to say Senior Fellows. Oh, that's right. No. Yeah. But yeah, Mercury Lounge. We just talked about that recently when we saw The Shame there. So that'd be a killer bill right there yeah, with those three bands. Well, let's get into some music. Well, we got the, the, the Vanguard that night, too. Oh, yeah. This band we're about to play is going to be at the Vanguard, right? Uh, I don't... You're, you're high. Fine. Okay, there. Look, I'm, this is what I'm here. I'm... Once again, Jason look, saves the day. Look. We're me, talking about four, 48 different bands here, and I can't remember which one's where. Okay. Yeah, but it's also my job to give you shit. Yeah. So, at the Vanguard, May 20th, Grind, Stanley's Revenge... Sky Town and Oklahoma Braves. Okay, Machine I mean, the Mountain is not there. Fuck. Yeah, that's another killer lineup. Like, how do you choose between I, I I don't know. Look, someone call these venues, and let's do a joint promotion where they all just play in the parking lot of, like, 18th and Boston. Yeah, no shit. You know, you know there's area out there in front of the Shrine, so bring all these other shows together, yes. and let's just have all 17 of these bands play in one spot so we don't have to pick. And, and let me also say something. Nobody has any fucking reason to be at home the night of May 20th. That's right. There's too much cool shit going on, too many good bands to support. Get out, go see one of them, any of them. It doesn't matter. Do something, support one of them. Hey, we might have tickets to give away that Vanguard show as well. That's right. So, Courtesy you know, of Grind, so be on the lookout for that next week. Again, more work for you people. <laughs> Yeah, that one will be even crazier than the Less Than Human giveaway. There you go. I like it. Now let's get into some music. I, I will permit that. All right. Machine in the Mountain has a song called Cyber Optics, and we're going to play it right now. Okay. <laughs>
Cyber Optics from Machine in the Mountain. That's from their Erosion Probable EP. These guys now have three EPs out. All three. Fucking fantastic, just like that song you just heard. Yeah, they are. And this band is a phenomenal live band. Just absolutely, every time, it never gets stale, it never gets old. I've seen that song performed several times. I love it. I yes. love everything these guys do. Can't wait to see them again. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. They're opening for OTEP. How cool is that? That's right. They're, OTEP's playing the Shrine on July 1st. They're opening along with Severmind yeah. and Alter Blood. Gotta love it. Yeah. Go back to episode 85. We had all four members of Machine in the Mountain. They invited us over to their dojo. Yes. Sat down there with them and had a cool conversation. So go back and check that one out if you haven't. And some Coors Lights. That's true. How do you remember that? It's beer. Of I remember course beer, remember but I don't remember it. which kind it was. Well, that's that's my... <laughs> that's, that's true. It's your thing, right? It's my talent or secret shame, one or the other. I don't know. Right. <clears throat> well, another thing to point out is this episode features Less Than Human. And Less Than Human requested that we play Machine in the Mountain on Yes. You don't have to, like, twist our arm or, like, blackmail us to get us to play Machine in the Mountain. We would do it anyway, but that's just who they requested to have on this episode, so we were more than happy to do it. Definitely. Well, do we have anything else we want to talk about before we get into this? I got got one thing. Okay. I got one thing that I don't know if you read. It's about a band we both love, Buck Cherry. Do you see where Josh Todd and Stevie D of Buck Cherry have started their own band? No. Josh Todd and the Conflict. Okay. With other dudes, which kind of fuels the fire more that we heard a week or so ago about how Keith Nelson and Xavier What's-His-Face left, and they're doing shows without them. You know, Buck Cherry's doing shows without them. So what's going on? Is that official that they're doing shows without Keith Nelson? I don't know. That's just what I hear on your favorite guy's show, Eddie Trunk. <laughs> so I don't know what's going. Something's going on in the Buck Cherry camp. The thing is, if they're doing shows under a different name, that's at least a sign that maybe they're waiting for this thing to shake out or something. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Look, but I Buck mean, Cherry's... Buck Cherry's playing at Rock, Oklahoma. Oh, that's true. So yeah. Buck yeah. Cherry's one of those bands that always kind of. You know, some people either love him or hate him, I think. Yeah, I, I, I noticed that. And I've always loved him. I don't really care what people think about that. And I'm a huge fan of Keith Nelson. Like, yeah. I think he's like in that, he's got that same feel and vibe that guys like Izzy Stradlin or Billy Duffy had, where yeah. they're just kind of, they fly under that radar of when people talk about guys that just, that have this massive talent and ooze rock and roll. Yeah. But the, the name doesn't come up, and I think you yeah, know, the, I, I mean, think they, he's a massive part of what that band has always been. And, yeah, definitely. You know the writing and his you know his writing with Josh Todd is perfect. They're one of those pairs, you know. So I can't imagine if Josh Todd tried to do Buck Cherry without him. Yeah, that's not going to be that good. Well, and you know, I, I you know I like what you said about you know people either love him or hate him, and you know there's there's people out there right now probably rolling their eyes, but guess what? I don't give a shit. You know, I love Buck Cherry, and I, I, I've always thought they were a good kind of a, you know, sleazy, whiskey-soaked nod to the old school, you know, Stones-ish, early Guns N' Roses type kind of, you know, and they always get lumped in with all the fucking Nickelbacks and, you know. Three Days Grace. Three Days Grace and all that fucking dumb horse shit. And I just, I don't, I don't get it. And, uh... They're just so much 
more different and better than that. And I don't, I don't know. I just, for them to go away like they did, what, 10, 15 years ago, and then to come back even bigger, that doesn't happen a lot, you know? And I just, I just really wish I could see him to see him keep going. So who knows what's going to happen? I'm kind of bummed, but you know, whatever. I mean, well, have they played any shows since this word came out? I have no clue. So maybe it's this is some shit is. that's yeah. just. I've heard it on the radio, but it's not been on any sites or anything. So I don't know. And you know, it might not be in total keeping with the subject of the whole episode of the podcast, but I wanted to talk about it. It's our show; we can do what we want. A lot of people have listened to enough of our episodes to know that. Yeah. What's the thing you said? You said potpourri once. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> Look, I was we'll thinking. talk about fucking buck cherry. We'll talk about glam metal. We'll yeah. talk about death metal. We'll talk about Swedish death metal. That, but yeah, that's what happens. We'll when talk you let about me country. Fucking, that's what happens when you let me do these things sober. I went to Ray Wiley Hubbard last night, and it was fucking great. There you go, snake farm bitches. <laughs> What's the line? I I didn't snort the cocaine. I just liked the way it smelled. I think that's one of his lines. Something yeah. along those lines. Yeah, well, you know. Anyway. Well, here's something that we do know as far as member shakeups. Yes. Is Driver. Yes, that's right. God, I would <laughs> forget about that. And Driver recently announced that Eddie Green has parted ways with the band. He's their new vocalist. They played a few shows with him here in the last couple months. Phenomenal vocalist, yeah. formerly of Even the Dogs. They got together and it shifted driver's sound into this heavier vein and you know things just didn't work out but it's not a bad thing because you know if you see their post eddie was commenting on it and it's it's a mutual thing and i don't think there's any bad blood so no the it's nothing you know, like that these things happen and you know what a lot of the stuff isn't for us to know it's for all them and yeah that's you know, irrelevant yeah you just have to respect that uh, but you know we we were fortunate enough to see them twice with eddie and it was insanely amazing um and you know i wish all those guys the best and you know hopefully you know driver can find what they're looking for and so can eddie and so we'll just stay tuned on that yeah and driver currently is actively looking for a new vocalist yes so <laughs> you should go try out i will okay this coming week with your screechy bat noise <laughs> right we could do a whole episode on that yeah no that's one like, that's there's, legendary there's like two people listening and know what you're talking about well i don't care yeah we'll do an episode on that okay okay it'll be when we play consequences of apathy which we should sometime fuck it we should why not next episode okay i'm gonna hold you to or it when we have james hetfield on here we'll play that oh, okay so we're never gonna play that <laughs> Well, let's get into this interview with Less Than Human. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. All right, here you go, Chase, Colton, Brittany, and Josh of Less Than Human. Switch. Today in uh, history is when I ruptured my Achilles. Yeah, no, like literally oh, two days. Yeah, this is yeah, exactly one year ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like later on tonight. I was gonna say. All right, so I guess we're ready to start. Okay. Yes. Warmed up and yes. cut out all that. <laughs> this <laughs> is the official start. Yeah. All right. yeah. Well, one year anniversary. Talk about you know 
Did you finish that show or? Oh yeah. Uh, okay. So uh, a year ago, we did a show at Billy Renee's, and uh, it was an awesome, awesome lineup. We had our buddies and Seraphim on, and I was actually their last show, and I don't know if they've announced it yet, but. Can I talk about this? Spoiler alert! They're coming back. So yeah. hey. Oh yeah, they, they posted about it. Okay, great. They pictures with the great. No, Caleb and well, we. Uh, oh yeah. Okay, so yeah, we we definitely love those guys, and I'll go back to that here in a minute. But um, so Seraphim was on that show. Uh, our good friends and old man Long Pig was on there, and uh, so, and then it was us, and so it was it was a crazy crazy lineup. Also, wasn't there one more? Um, I believe they're from Arkansas, but I can't remember their name. Yeah, right I think it's Violent. Something Violet Hour. Violet Hour. Yeah. Violet yes. Hour. I think the, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, they, they did cool awesome. Cats, yeah. yeah. Had a female uh, vocalist. She did really good. But yeah. No. We. Uh, so it was a crazy lineup, and actually, it was like one of the busiest times I've seen Billy Renee's. It was. It was really good. And so. Uh, but man, yeah. We we went on last, and then uh, in the second song, uh, we were playing No More Heroes. Uh, and right in the middle of it, I ruptured my Achilles tendon and I fell over backwards and I crashed into the drum set. I thought he was just freaking out. I was like, oh, cool. Go, go chase. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, cause you know, we, you guys have talked about it before we always do the, I don't know. You don't know what we're going to do. We just kind of jump around and freak out. But so yeah, I fell over backwards and I, you know, I didn't miss a beat. That's, it made it easier to yell. I'm sure it turned into screaming at that point. <laughs> I was like, like fell over backward and, and uh, hit so my drums I, pretty hard too. Yeah, and uh, well, my initial idea, like I just wanted to stand back up because I was like, oh man, it felt like someone had just taken a club to the back of my uh, ankle and like took my foot off, and I was just like, man, that is crazy. And I uh, tried to stand up, and that's when it just pulled fully, and oh. it was the pain was so weird. Uh, it didn't really hurt at that point because I think I was I was partially kind of freaking out, but uh, yeah, it felt like a like a static disconnect. It was just like a weird like if your foot's asleep, yeah, and I just couldn't feel anything, and I was just like, and fell backwards again, and then I stayed down that time, and I was like, man, something's not right. <laughs> and uh, um, I remember uh, right after that song, you know, I look at uh, uh, Colton. And I was like, man, I uh, I think I shattered my ankle or I did something. I felt like someone hit me on the back of the ankle. I was like, something's not right, but I can't stand up right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm instantly over there talking to him because I'm like, something's not right. And the song we were playing after that was Regulate Me, and I always cue it in. It starts on the bass. So I was like, hey, you know, what's what's going on? Are you good? <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'm kind of down on his level, and he's like, I think I broke my ankle. I'm like, fuck. Okay, where do we go from here? And he's like, uh... We're just gonna we're just gonna kind of go on, you know. We're we're gonna have to just kind of keep pushing forward. So just cue in the next song, and and we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, well, we'll just keep it going. And so we we did regulate me, and then after that, I announced to the crowd. I was like, all right, I think I shattered my ankle at some point, but we're gonna keep going because we got nothing else better to do. And so everyone got me a bunch of alcohol. That was great. <laughs> that definitely helped and uh, i don't know about well the performance but help me <laughs> and uh we we powered through the rest of the set i think we played for like 30 more minutes it was wow. yeah and then uh went home took off my boot uh Brittany and i realized i didn't have an ankle 
Uh-huh. <laughs> so you could push right through to my yeah. foot. It, looked it was like, weird. It was like jello. You'd yeah. be like, Ugh. It, was, wow. it was bad. And uh, so I showed everybody. <laughs> and then <laughs> Brittany's like, well, we got to take you to the hospital. So that was a trip. Made it there. Uh, they all thought I was crazy because um, I was super drunk. And I'm just... <laughs> laughing around like oh yeah I hurt my ankle and I'm some rocker and a local band and and then they're like well did you come right away and I was like no hung <laughs> <laughs> out for like another hour and they're like how why why would you do that and I was like yeah the show must go on that's right but uh, I'm glad we did that though because uh, um, got a lot of mad props from it to my surprise <laughs> I woke up the next day and everyone was talking about it on Facebook and uh, everyone wanted to hear the story and wanted to hang out, and we, <laughs> surprisingly, at that point, I think that was the first point where we just got hit hard with a bunch of show offers, and then at the time, <laughs> I didn't know what I was going to do. Yeah. Was uh, wheelchair. Wheelchair. yeah, I was like, well, I can't walk, and everyone, like, we, the whole summer, people were wanting us to do a show almost like every other weekend and all over, and I was, man, and we were was really wanting to do at that time a show with you know Machine the Mountain. We were going to go out to was it Lawton? Yeah, uh, they were going to be at the the Railhead. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to have to hit those guys back up and try that again. But uh, we'll have something coming up with them here pretty soon too. They're awesome buddies. But uh, anyway, so we uh, I had the surgery. I was in a chair, and uh, we did one show. Uh, it was a, a benefit. Uh, show for a friend of mine that had uh, passed away and so his his uh, some of his friends our friends and his mom asked us to come on and do the show and you know uh, Less Than Human doesn't do many benefit shows because I just don't think our, our uh, music's very good for a memorial service. <laughs> but it's not always appropriate to, yeah I, was, I mean and that was I think you know and, but we still get offers to do it, and I have a hard time saying no to that because you know, especially if you know the person. Yeah, it's always a good cause. Yeah, yeah and you're like, all right, you know, and you never know what kind of reaction you're going to get though, because you know everyone shows up. <laughs> they may not like whatever we're talking about, yeah. but uh, so we did that show, and I was in a wheelchair, and it was it was it was it was definitely uh, uh, weird on my behalf so i'm in a chair and i'm used to every show we've ever done i'm high energy so i look really crazy because i hit the brakes on the chair and i'm like headbanging and like trying to hop <laughs> wheelies and stuff and <laughs> i'm yelling and <clears throat> after that um got the offer for yeah head. so i was laying in bed because i couldn't go to work i was you know bed rest for about two weeks or so before I finally got crazy and just wanted to go back to work, make money. And uh, I decided to, I saw Mushroom Head was coming to Tulsa, uh, playing at the IDL Ballroom, and grew up with those, listening to those guys. And, you know, that's really, really awesome. And I was just like, man, how wild would it be if we opened for Mushroom Head? So I'm sitting there, I guess, feeling pretty good from the medications or whatever and i just thought i'd apply for it and uh sure enough they were like yeah uh all right you guys can open and uh, i was blown away and uh we figured out our friends and uh 
old man and driver were hopping on the bill too and we were excited we we're like oh dude this is gonna be a crazy show and uh and then we we're like all right are we gonna do it in the wheelchair or not and um so we all started thinking about okay what can we do to uh Accommodate. Yeah, accommodate or just you know, kind of pull away distraction for the fact that I can't, I, you know, I couldn't walk at all. So they're like, how can we make this weird type of illusion? And so uh, we talked amongst ourselves. And uh, I know even uh, I was talking to Bradley the Starge from Basis Loaded one night about uh, ideas like what we could do or, you know, what, what would be cool. And he mentioned something about like a podium and we had talked about like a podium idea. We were also thinking about building like a throne. I know, uh, I think it was Dakota Harrington that was going to try to hook us up with someone that could build a throne and be like what Dave Grohl whenever he yeah because yeah. that, 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 yeah. ironically that was happening around the same time. Yeah. And, uh, and then Axel Rose happened to him and he was using the throne. So yeah, <laughs> it's like it's a good time to be yeah. We were, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chase was just jumping on that trend, I guess. Yeah, and so uh, uh, we ended up going with the podium idea and uh so we were like okay i'm, I'm gonna look like a total dork if i'm well, regardless but <laughs> i'm up there with a the podium and finally do something about it so uh at this time you know we thrown the idea usually every halloween show we would always get all theatrical and dress up anyway and we always loved it and uh josh was like man we got to do this we got to do this and yeah. so i thought it was cool that uh you know if i was dressing up looking weird for to try to get people uh, you know, stop thinking about okay. Well, he's up there trying to do a balancing act. Like instead, make it look like it's part of the show. And uh, uh, I thought it was cool that you know my my band is as, you know great as they are. And they were like, you know, they didn't. They were like, yeah, let's do theatrics. It's time. Let's do that. Let's do something weird and different. And yeah. uh, that was like the first show we did that was like actual theatrics and stuff. It was mushroom and we fell in love with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we knew that it was either gonna go one or two ways. Yeah. Uh, either everybody was just going to be like, oh man, that that's great. It's a wonderful direction. And, uh, or they weren't going to like it and they weren't going to be feeling it. Uh, but that aside, I mean, a lot of our favorite bands, you know, have always done the theatric approach. And initially when we kind of started out, that's what we wanted to do. But then we kind of just toned it back and, and, you know, just didn't really use that, but. I'm glad we ended up taking that route. Yeah, yeah, it was it was cool. So that that show, that first show, we uh, with the Mushroom Head show, we gained a lot of new fans because it was. I mean, I guess if you're gonna bust out theatrics on a show, it might as well be that one. Yeah, <laughs> so, we didn't do it. Uh, we so uh, there was a lot of people there that uh, man, that was like the first night we had our demo too. We sold out of those and all merch, and people were wanting signatures, and that was crazy for us. And I did like a. a a balancing act with the podium. I was on one foot the whole show, like head banging. And, wow. uh, yeah, my, my left leg was on fire. And, uh, old man, uh, Clank let me borrow his grandfather's cane to get on and off stage. And that was really cool. And, uh, yeah, it's just a fun show. But a lot of people mistake me as a girl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was, that was, uh, Josh's first show in Hedgerise. And yeah. I had people coming up to me and being like, your drummer's got some nice legs. I'm yeah. Like, hey, man. <laughs> you might want to go ahead and tab out now. <laughs> yeah, I'm not into that. It was also our first show without a lead guitarist and our friend Sean, um, filled in. Mm, it was going to be my first show without another guitarist. 
So he filled in, and ever since then, I've had the confidence to yeah. be up on stage myself. Yeah, Sean Sanders uh, used to be in Bad Guys yeah. and stuff, and yeah. now he's he's running Blue Halo Studios and all that. He's cool awesome, cat. Right? I'm awesome. pretty good guy. Yeah. yeah, he recorded our demos and everything. Yeah, excellent, excellent guy. Yeah. What's that? You said you've got the confidence now. Is it easy for you to not rely on that second guitar? Or do yeah. you guys just feel like you don't need it now? Yeah, we, we, we definitely yeah. don't need it now. <laughs> so yeah. We're at the point where like... Brittany's like writing some of like the best music we've, we've yeah, like done in a long time. Currently in the uh, process of writing some new songs for everyone. I know uh, uh, we... At Mushroom Head, we also debuted a new song called Confetti Ass and uh, uh-huh. one like that. And then we... Uh, we did another new song for everyone called Clover that uh, at the Vanguard for the Pirates show, the yeah. Jack Cat, Jack Cat, and the Dry Bastards, and when they they did their CD release, which is really awesome. That's a good CD. It's on Spotify now. <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh, so you know, we did one there. So I, I guess you know people want to hear new stuff. So we're definitely working on it, and we always like working on new stuff we like to challenge ourselves and but this uh, the new stuff we're writing is, is a lot uh got like a lot more switch ups it's a bit more technical and uh a lot more weird a lot more weird and crazy and that's kind of what good. we like doing and so who's the main riff writer songwriter do you guys just all I love just yeah, yeah. kind of all just do so. Throw yeah. ideas in there and with this, I just bang on drums and they tell me to shut up and they start writing. <laughs> <laughs> this this new stuff actually is all coming from in, like improv band practice. Mm-hmm. That's the way we all of our best songs. That's how we write them. Is we just improv. like to uh, we'll run through the set list as practice rehearsal whatever. We'll get warmed up. And then uh, afterwards, if we're feeling pretty good, we just keep going. And, man, 80% of the time, there will be really, really, really awesome stuff. And then we forget but it. But we forget it. <laughs> you know, you just get carried away. And yeah. it's like one song's like 10 minutes long. And we're just rocking out, having a good time. And then at the end of that, everyone's like, man, that was great. And then... You're like, what did you do here? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. six minutes ago. Yeah. Yeah. So you need to start recording every practice. Yeah, yeah. We, we thought about that. We, we keep try. we keep saying that. But we, every time, I don't know. One of these days, we'll learn. <laughs> yeah. But the new new stuff we have coming up will be pretty cool. I don't know. We might be playing it here pretty soon. So, what's the idea? Are you looking to put out like an EP or an album? Um, well, we're not too sure about that. Uh, you know, one of one of our things in the beginning is that um, when looking around, you know, we noticed a lot of bands when they're starting out, their their first primary focus is to put out an EP. You know, that's that's what they really want to do, and uh, that idea. I mean, it works for other bands, but for me, I was like, I don't really know. I think I'd I'd rather just kind of obtain a following first and and more be show oriented. So, um, I really liked the approach of word of mouth. That was, you know, that's what a lot of the old school bands did. And it, it just kind of leads kind of a, uh, almost a, kind of almost like a mystery to the band, you know? So you have a whole bunch of kids who'd see us and, you know, we go wild and they would just upload little camera videos on, on Facebook. And then, you know, they're telling their friends and their friends are telling their friends. And so it kind of turned into like a, a party you know it's like oh man it's just a bunch of kids jumping around going crazy and making 
pretty aggressive music and yeah. uh, just kind of spread like that. And then before we know it, um, sometimes even like people that didn't even listen to metal would come out just because their friends liked us and yeah, yeah. and they started liking us. They keep coming out because they're having a good time, and that's I guess our main focus on everything. Like even with the new stuff we're writing. Uh, Sometimes, like, you know, I mean, just depending on how the song goes, we're like, all right, man, that's really heavy and that sounds really awesome, but are people, you know, are they going to be able to relate to it or have fun? You know, is this going to be something live where people can jump around and want to mosh? Or are they going to sit back and just be like, oh, wow, you know. And so we... <laughs> <laughs> that's great! <laughs> and so uh, it's something we always try to... Live shows is something we always put as our main priority focus, I think. Yeah. Well, you guys started... Doing house shows originally, right? Right. Yeah. So, like, how did, was that something? One of you was that one of your it's, houses, or was uh, it a friend's house? Like, how did all, well, all get rolling on all that? Uh, okay, I was gonna say we we had a couple at our house, but sometimes yeah. things, but you know, get broken. <laughs> <laughs> so, so get broken. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we yeah, just kind of hopped, and we got a friend uh, named DK, and yeah, you know, we're. We started doing shows at his place and kind the best, of came. The best ones were at his place. Yeah. We used to we'd go in the living room, we'd clear everything out, and we'd like line the wall with mattresses. That's, a, that's <laughs> smart. Yeah, yeah I like so, that. Because it, it soundproofs. Yeah. But also, you have these kids and they get all hopped up and they start pit, bouncing yeah. off the walls, literally. Yeah. I mean, you got mosh pits and nothing's getting broken. They're bouncing off the walls. Like, it was cool. Perfect. So. And how his living room was set up, like, you could. You could peer into it from anywhere. Like mm-hmm. the the kitchen had like a little cutaway window, so you know if you're in there eating pizza or whatever or drinking, <laughs> you could still watch yeah, the show. Yeah. So yeah, that was wild and uh, cramming like yeah twenty thirty something young adults in a house to throw down, and <laughs> it was it was really cool. I wish we would have filmed all that stuff, but uh, I don't know. We're talking about maybe doing it again sometime, but yeah. we just can't. We can't ever post online when we're doing that because we gotta make sure. I don't know if, if you have. Gone, yeah, at you this at this point, it's weird how. Got a story about that. Sorry to cut you uh, off. Oh, it's all good. Hey, yeah, uh, but it, we uh, at this point we never know how, what our turnouts are going to be. Sometimes you know it's it's like 30, 40 people, and then other times it's in the hundreds, and we just yeah we post about it and we share it and we promote it and uh, I don't know. Sometimes it's it just seems like it's a really good day for everyone to go rock out. I don't know, but yeah, the house shows were those were awesome. Some of our favorite memories. It's a good time. So, what's the most expensive thing that ever got broken, or was it always just little uh, stuff that didn't matter? It it was always stuff that was kind of like. You know, Christmas yeah. tree. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Christmas tree. It just, it just stuff like that. Like you know, you're like, oh man, Lamps. that sucks. Yeah. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Christmas tree sucked because it it broke like ornaments and stuff, and we're like, ah oh, man, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> gotta clean all this up. People yeah. throwing up on the floor. Yeah. Oh, people yeah. throwing up in right. the trash can with no. Uh, trash bag. Yeah, no trash bag. Uh, at, at our house, uh, in the bathtub. Yeah, I was gonna say we we had a we had a thing. <laughs> our bathtub you know, became famous. He, yeah, our bathtub became famous because uh, we we <laughs> like to party, and sometimes when you like to party, things can get out of control, and somebody overdoes it. And for when that happens, we send them to the bathtub. You know, there you go. We lay you on your side in, in the bathtub. 
and you got you got a towel to use as a blanket, and you're gonna sleep it off. Yeah. You know, and when you're done in the morning, you can hose yourself off. Like you want to awesome. check up on them, and yeah, man, it was that was like one of the negatives. It was a guaranteed that. Some one or two people are always going to end up in the tub. Yeah, we yeah at times we'd have two people. You know, you got one person snaked this way, snaked this way. You know, and man, it always, you know, I always kind of felt bad for the person to be on like the drained end. You know, because not only they getting you know their puke on them, but somebody else's lessons. So that I guess we forgot to mention that detail. That's another point why we don't do about the house. Yeah, yeah. We still did the. Halloween shows at someone's backyard. Oh right? man! Okay, oh, so fun. yeah, let's let's talk yeah. about that. That that show was freaking awesome. Uh, Obscure Sanity. Now we're good friends with them. We actually our first show with any other bands was with Obscure Sanity at a uh, a place called Rudy's, which <laughs> was like a broken down house party. But uh, uh, Obscure, yeah, we we made friends with those guys, and every year they throw this crazy Halloween show in in their backyard they just build the stage and uh invite all their local friends and then so and you got tons of people in a backyard like man this year i think it just gets bigger and bigger each year yeah i'm trying to we're gonna have to start looking for a venue before long yeah well (laughs) last year we talked about like okay next time we do this we have to have a venue because there was over 100 people in a backyard it was crazy the cops were called multiple times the police were out front watching the show yeah i was gonna say they were cool about it though yeah and and it was was funny because they were like actually you know the complaint came from a couple of blocks down so they can hear you it was like oops (laughs) everyone turned up their gear like we were in a venue and we disrupted Every neighbor, I'm sure. <laughs> it, was, it was chaos, but man, that that show was one of my favorite ones. And Brittany helped with building the stage. Yeah, the stage is really cool. The stage usually they don't have any lights, but I have a whole bunch of like Halloween lights. I decorated the whole stage with it, so everything yeah. was lit up. Everything was colorful, and especially at night, it looked really cool. Yeah, with Brittany's lights. So, what were our outfits? You were Josh was cat in a hat. Yeah, I had a cat in a hat onesie that was really small and it like snug up on my butt. But and, and uh, I was uh, Stimpy and Brittany was Ren. Ren was Stimpy. Yeah, was it? Yeah, you were. Oh no, you were Alien. That was yeah, another I was, show. I was you were, like an yeah. Alien. Oh uh, yeah, I was Alex from Clockwork Orange. Like it was, it was a fun time. <laughs> yeah, I was. It was a good time. Man. It was hard to play in that onesie, though. It was like, <laughs> sure, yeah. a wedgie and stuff, and I was like, ah. Yeah, so we look forward to doing another show like that. It's something about those house shows, but... We want to talk about a house party? Oh, I yeah. think he was one. Well, well, no, I was going to mention, when you mentioned that, you blast that on social media, he was having a Halloween party at his house a few years ago, and, you know, we had, there was a decent amount of people there already, 30, right. 40, mm-hmm. and then... Yeah, that's about it. Max he wanted. Yeah, his ex brother in law, which we're still good friends with, yeah. he blasted on his Facebook and he's got like two thousand friends. Oh, he's, he's one of those guys oh, like, like everybody loves you see him. in a movie that everyone loves him and everyone wants to be around him and stuff. He put it on his Facebook. And within a couple yeah. of hours there was hundred and fifty people. You couldn't fucking move. It was like going to a club, you couldn't even get oh, to his, no. his oh, kitchen. No, oh, no. Jesus Christ. The 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 next day the floor, like the in the, the kitchen dining room area, it was like hardwood floor and it just had this like 
film on it, and it was sm- like no smell I've ever smelled in my life. Oh, my <laughs> it was oh, insane. No. We had to like steam it like bad. five times, and <clears throat> but you know, and uh, there's a, there's a wreck outside of the house. It was just good stuff, you know. How would you get the cops called on us? Someone broke up in the driveway. I remember that. Oh, someone broke up. See, we had everything. Yeah. Yeah, we had it all. It's not a party without someone breaking up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Got to have your couple drama. But uh, yeah, See, I also played a show in my backyard like 20 years that's ago. That's right, yeah. The, the deck out there is still out there with yeah. no pool that we played on. So. <laughs> Good times. Yeah. That's awesome. We did a we did a uh, version of Lump just for Trent because... Yeah. I was a diehard President's United States yeah. fan for like six months. And, <laughs> <laughs> and we hated him, but it was Trent's birthday, so we were going to do it. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> Rocklahoma. So talk so about that. You guys won this Rocklahoma Madness contest, and you're going to play the River Spirit stage. Man, okay, yeah. So that's, uh, I mean, I've been talking about here. Someone else take it. Okay. We're really excited. What can we say? Yeah. yeah um, <clears throat> first off, I think we'd like to kind of talk about the competition. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Uh, I, th- I feel like every band that was in it deserved to play. It was a solo. I mean, band. it was sometimes when you kind of look at it, you're like, mm, I don't know about some of them, you know. But to be honest, just really looking at this year, I feel like it was a great selection that mm-hmm. just kind of represented the diversity of uh, Tulsa and the surrounding areas scene. Yeah. So I think they did a really good job at selecting the bands this year. And, uh, yeah, everybody that was in it deserved to play there. Uh, I personally feel like, I mean, there's three days. Why not have, you know, a local for each day? Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, no, um, yeah, all, all those bands are great bands and, and, uh, yeah, but aside from that, we go on, what, Friday at three? Yeah. Yeah. So you're basically kicking off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess, uh, you know, people will be down there for Axis does their thing Thursday night, I think. And so, uh, we, we got a couple friends, so we'll, we'll be down there Thursday hanging out with all them, watching that crazy party and then yeah we'll kick off friday and so we're i don't know what i mean what can you say about it i think uh most locals would like to play rock i'd say it's a cool thing like that's that's like uh it's like trying to you know wanting to play the canes or or yeah. something like that to me that's what yeah. it means to me anyway so that's yeah, one yeah. of those cool things for and, locals and originally this this a contest and stuff like that. We we didn't ever think about entering it because we didn't think uh, we'd win. <laughs> and so <laughs> yeah. we, uh, KMOD Lunchbox asked us, and was like, hey, do you guys want to enter uh, this contest? And I, you know, I think he did it with a couple other bands too. I know he did it with Machine in the Mountain. He asked them to enter. And so we said, yeah, sure. You know, I, I guess what do we got to lose? And, yeah, we uh, didn't think we were gonna. And so every, it all. <laughs> every round when it was over, we we're just like, "What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, we're going to the next round." And every like, round was a party. <laughs> but man, uh, I can't. Yeah. I can't say that. Uh, man, that was super stressful, though. I don't know if we'll be doing a contest like that ever again. That was uh, the fans. You guys really amazed me. Um, but I was Big literally texting, yeah. calling everyone we knew every day. I thought, 
everyone was just going to delete me off their Facebook and block my number. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but totally had to take at, a break from social media yeah, after that. It was very at, draining. At work, telling everyone. And, oh, man, it was – we had a lot of people involved. And uh, I don't know. We're, we're super grateful, though. You guys you guys did it. You pushed us yeah. through. and had, like, my whole school doing it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my friend Monica was – I had like a whole library at the school filled with people on the computers. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it was. I had girls at my school giving haircuts and uh, voting at the same time. Yeah, so, yeah we, we. I feel like are you guys voting? Yeah, like yeah, we are. Yeah, we, we work at a call center, so you know you got a bunch of people on computers yeah. all day. <laughs> Everybody talked on the phone. Hey, go there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, it was no, it was wild, but uh, man, it was. Is, is is crazy, and then to make it in the finals with uh, our you know our friends Machine the Mountain that was an honor. Uh, we posted right away on social media and told everyone we knew. I mean, whoever wins at that at that point in time, whoever would have won, we would have been happy with. And I know that yeah. sounds so cheesy, but no, we really mean it. Those guys, uh, really. I mean, we we have cookouts with them. They're yeah. <laughs> they're yeah. our buddies. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, yeah, they're cool and. Uh, Tulsa's finest instrumental group is what yeah. I always refer to them as, you know, they, cause those guys, you know, they really know their craft and, uh, they've honed it like down to an art, yeah, you know, yeah. that only, only one day I could hope to, you know, <laughs> be a musician of that caliber. Yeah. <laughs> you saw them last night. They were awesome as they always are. And so, okay. Yeah. I, yeah. man, I, I went to Billy Renee's and I showed up just as soon as they were loading up their gear. <laughs> so, so, I was like, oh no, I missed it. And they, they played like a 40 minute set. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, all three bands got lengthy sets because I guess there was only three bands. Right. There was four there, I think. But, right. Yeah, man, that was. Yeah, I was, I was disappointed I missed them. But I got to catch up with them and talk and stuff, so that was cool. I thought it was cool that you guys winning that thing because, I mean, like I said, Machine in the Mountain and Screaming at Me and Driver, these bands are all heavy, but you guys are heavier. It's cool cool that you know some you know heavy music like that is win something like this because a lot of times it doesn't. Yeah, we didn't think we'd win a camo D contest. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure they were nervous about playing our music. (laughs) I didn't think they would. Yeah, they asked us to sing them a song. I sent one, and they decided to take another one instead. (laughs) So it was. I was like, oh, what's wrong? Too heavy? All right. <laughs> and uh, so it's, I know it's what you can get away with putting on the radio. and So I think it's funny. And uh, they made a point, I guess. We had a lot of people uh, calling and, and texting them to request Less Than Human. Keep doing that. That's that's yeah, We appreciate it. That's, <laughs> I, I think, I mean, not only is it really awesome, but it's it's funny to me every time. So <laughs> yeah. just do it. <laughs> Probably makes somebody up there nervous. <laughs> it really means a lot when that happens, though. Mm-hmm. Well, your live show, like you talked about a bit, but is it something that's going to be ever evolving with the theatrics? Well, most definitely. Kind of most Man, definitely. it's like it'll never. It's it, never something you're just going to sell on. Which right? Like, yeah. Sell. yeah. Every show we, we talk about, and then it sometimes you know it's what the venue lets you get away with. Oh yeah, right. true. Yeah, it, well, yeah. Remember you told me that you can't do the confetti, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and mm-hmm. I, well, and if it's at like a bar, 
I feel bad because if I shoot confetti everywhere, that's like three people that got to clean it up. And yeah. so I don't want to be that guy. Plus, you get someone's uh, Jack and Coke. Or something. Oh, oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> we'll ruin their lemming, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I, uh, uh, so it, it just kind of depends, and we don't want to do the same stuff over and over again and switch it up. And so sometimes we kind of strip it down. Yeah. And I think uh, the shows you guys saw us, you know, we stripped it down. You know, it wasn't a, a podium. We did like a little bit of makeup and mm. didn't do a whole lot of theatrics, but. Mainly, I guess, I don't, we believe in raw performances, I guess, mm-hmm. would you say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, uh, <clears throat> you know, I, I kind of like the, the element of when you go in, and see a band and uh, there's a sense that something could go wrong. You know, I mean, not not to dog on, you know, people who use backtracks and stuff like that. I mean, that's cool. It perfects their sound. It gives a really nice, you know, precision to what they're doing. Um, I particularly like it with industrials so they can throw in all sorts of cool samples and stuff. But um as far as us you know i like to try to dodge that kind of approach because i i want it to feel raw i i want the audience to be like oh where is this going mm-hmm. you know at, at any moment we could get off time at any moment we could mess it up but i think it it's part of it being vulnerable it's really just has open on display and uh i think it helps draw people in you know it's yeah. it's authentic yeah so. it is for sure. And then if we you fall down while you're playing bass, people think it's part of the show. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you <laughs> fall down, hit your head, and you got to keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Do we have any other weird injuries that was happened on stage? Um, I mean, I, I hit my fingers on my drums and yeah, blood splatters everywhere that's, that's all the time. <laughs> We've had Colton. <laughs> he thought it was a platform, and then he fell between oh these God. speaker cabinets and really screwed up his leg one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One show, I. They had, uh, yeah, they, they had these speakers out front, and I was a little inebriated, and I thought they might have been platforms. <laughs> and so I, I stepped out onto them, and my foot missed. And so I went about, like, for a foot drop with a straight leg. <laughs> so when it hit, my knee just kind of, you know, locked up there for a second. And I'm like, yep, yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, get back up on stage, and then... It was probably like 15 seconds later, you know, it just kind of gives out from underneath me. So I just kind of rolled around for a bit. Got some know. cool pictures out of it, though. Oh, yeah. Great, <laughs> yeah. great <laughs> pictures out of it. You know, and everyone's like, wow, look how crazy he's going. Yeah, but I'm just like, oh, my leg. I'm so worried. <laughs> yeah. The coolest pictures are always when we get hurt. So. Yeah. <laughs> After Man. one of our shows, I had a girl who had my baby doll and thought she was coming to give it back to me because, you know, I don't, wasn't giving that one out. And, uh, she, I went to grab it and I grabbed it and she yanked it back and I fell off stage and I still have a giant bruise on my leg. I was still Josh all day. Jumped off stage to get it back. Yeah, I was yeah. like, give me it back. There's, and she was like, okay. There's certain <laughs> stage props that, you know, we, if we're, if we're going to throw something out, it's, you know, we sign it and customize it, make it cool. We did yeah. a couple of them like that before. Yeah. And, uh, and it's, it's baby dolls. This is a Britney's thing, actually. Yeah. And, uh, but, and I think we have a baby doll that looks like Josh coming up that might be thrown out. Oh, that's Josh's yeah. yeah, I got a baby doll and it literally has like blonde reds. Yeah. I found yeah, it and it I was like, oh my God. But, we can't, people see that and then I guess they just sometimes assume, hey, it's up on the stage. It's, yeah, the, it's two, for us. the two that I, I keep on my amp, those are 
Yeah, we, we can't just yeah. give away everything. Can't then, part with those. Then we're broke. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I throw drum heads out that we all sign and stuff and like doodle on it and there's like still blood on it from a couple shows. <laughs> my fingers. I think probably my favorite thing we've ever thrown out. <laughs> and I think y'all know where I'm going with this. Yeah. Is that the, the mushroom head <laughs> show? Oh, man. So the tickets for him to sell. Josh decided at, to get at, crazy. Yeah, Josh decided to get crazy because it's not the IDL and, and they're stressing it's 18 plus. So we're so like, like oh, all right, okay. so everybody here is going to be an adult, right? So at the end of our set, Josh is in a dress, he stands up, and he turns around, and he moons the crowd. They instantly kill the house lights. <laughs> so we so we wait, and they turn them back on, and Josh moons him again and throws his underwear out. Yeah. So somebody, we, we signed that underwear. It was, it was like some like ugly little whitey tighties. Whitey tighties. Yeah. I don't wear whitey tighties, but I do for, just for that. And yeah. Like, we for the record, it. they're sweaty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For the record, yeah, they're sweaty. I, oh, they're sweaty. I think they stuck on like, someone's face. <laughs> no, it, uh, DK's DK's roommate caught it okay. and then threw it at DK's girlfriend's face, and yeah. she was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, it was that was great. But Sorry, Jackie. <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably. Our favorite thing, I think, yeah. <laughs> it's ever gotten thrown out. But yeah, I mean, if it's 18 plus, you know, might as well give them something that's 18 plus worthy, right? Yeah, they can handle it. Yeah, yeah. they're all adults. See <laughs> <laughs> some man butt. <laughs> well, they thought you were a girl. Might be a girl butt. <laughs> so, I don't know. <laughs> girl butt? Man, maybe that's why maybe all our merch sold. We gotta get you doing that more. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's why they're talking about his legs. Yeah. <laughs> Well, speaking of mushroom, have you guys are opening up for them again coming up in Oklahoma City? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that, oh, man. So this time it's going to be at the Diamond Ballroom. Super stoked. And the biggest venue <laughs> we've played would be yeah. the Vanguard or IDL. I don't know whichever one. Van- Vanguard's bigger. Vanguard. So. All right. So yeah. that's what we're, that's big to us. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we're going to be on stage at the Diamond Ballroom is super, super crazy. I don't know. We're uh, what nervous, excited, and then one week later we're doing Rockahoma. It's yeah, yeah, busy. May's busy for us. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's good though. That's yeah, great. that's we're great. gonna sell a lot of tickets though. Yeah, we're. So if you guys want tickets, hit us up, please. Yeah, oh yeah, fifteen bucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Want tickets for Mushroom Head? Hit us up. We'll drive to you. Yeah, no, we yeah we will deliver. Save you some gas. We don't we don't care where you're at. We'll we'll fix you up. Yeah, and if you guys haven't seen Mushroom Head, do it. You Strongly need to see them. Yeah, you need to see them there. Freaking awesome! Yeah, they're they're one of those shows that uh, it's just it's I mean it's it's an act, it's a performance, it's, it's theatrical. You go there and they melt your face. I mean, it's just yeah. it's just really cool, and uh, yeah, we we like that kind of stuff. It's not just a couple guys standing there staring at their feet or their pedal board while they play. So it's cool stuff. Yeah, <laughs> like an energy full show on the diamond. I'm I'm sure we'll. Spray some people with some fake blood or something. We're, we're <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's more. That's more. That's a better souvenir. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we, we got some people because sometimes whenever we start a song, kicking the teeth, uh, occasionally Colton will spit out a bunch of this like fake blood out, and looks uh, like my teeth got kicked in. Yeah, it looks like his teeth got <laughs> kicked in. And it'll get on people's shirts, and uh, I've had people come up to me about that. I'm like, it should wash out. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes they they're huge fans of it, and other times they they're grossed out because they thought our mosh pit got too violent or something, and they're like, oh god, someone's bleeding down the pit, and get all this on me. And yeah, it's oh man, yeah, that's that's another funny thing. Probably throw out some drum heads or 
Underwear. Well, we'll do something. A finger. We'll be trying to do a couple special things because, uh, I mean, we're opening from Mushroom Head again, so that's awesome. And Diamond Ballroom, and the fact that it's also Oklahoma City show. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's there's a lot of cool things uh, about it that we're happy about. Yeah, but uh, once again, super stoked to even just be playing at the Diamond. Uh, that's you know, uh, being an Oklahoma band, I feel like there's a couple of venues here in Oklahoma that as, you know, as a local band, you really want to play at and other people don't get it, but it's just kind of a personal goal, you know, cause you've seen so many shows there that yeah. have impacted you and you're like, that's cool. I, I shared the stage here and so many great acts have played here and you know, so that's, that's just a neat thing all within its own right. So Kane's barring next is what you're saying. Man. Uh, we love it. We hope. <laughs> yeah. Man. Yeah. If we get the chance, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll be on that. We'll right. definitely try to be there at the Canes. That would be, I think that's, the, isn't that the number one? If, if you're doing music in Tulsa, kind of, yeah. Yeah. it's got to be the Canes Ballroom. That's, that's, that's really it. Yeah. That's, that's a, that's a cream of the crop. You know, it may not be the biggest venue here in Oklahoma, but it's the most historic. And we got so many friends that have been on that stage and, you know, talk about there's a wall in the back you can sign. And yeah, they've hyped like, it up to us. They've, man, they're all <laughs> teasing us and they're just, oh, see, that's, that's freaking yeah. awesome. I played it a long time ago before they remodeled it and it was really cool. Is you could go, there was just a tiny room right behind the stage. And it was just run down. It had a nasty shower. Everybody's written on the walls, like everybody. And it was a <clears throat> it was a local show. And they told us not to go back there. And I was like, fuck that. I'm going back there. Because <laughs> I've wanted to play here all my life. Right. And, I mean, we were in there like 30 seconds. And they, were, they had some big guy just throwing us out of there. So, but yeah, I did once a long time ago. Long time ago. Yeah, I finally got to go backstage there. Who was that? Uh, Miss May. Miss May I, when we talked to Derby. Oh, Thomas. yeah. I like Miss May I. Yeah. Good babe. So that but, was cool for me. Just, I was like trying to take pictures as I was walking because they're like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, uh, you don't have to even be a, a, a local musician. I think if you're just a music fan in general. Yeah. That's a, it's a, Kane's is a big deal. Saving Grace of Tulsa. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a mecca for sure. What are you guys, some of your favorite, you know, you've mentioned Pantera and Mushroom Head. Like, what did you guys grow up on? Oh, made you man. want to play? So many. Uh, man. Gospel. Gospel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> gosh, where's the start? I think when, Everyone's got to talk about this. So I guess me and Colton, let's start. Like when we're kids, our dad, uh, geez, we're like little toddlers, and he had us listening to like Metallica, Kill 'Em All, Ride the Lightning, and and then he's getting us hooked on Pantera and just um, Guns and Roses, Guns and Roses, yeah. and uh, introduced, you know, showed us uh, Alice Cooper, and I think that's also when we a lot of love for the theatrics came from Alice Cooper. Yeah. Like, big fans of him that guy's awesome and i think just as a as a child uh the first i think performer i ever saw and i was kind of like you know what that would be something really cool to do and i think that was alice cooper just watching him in in the theatrics uh i think he was running around on the muppets he was dressed up as the (laughs) devil (laughs) and uh, i was just like yeah, you know, because, you know, and I was just like, he's doing schools out and stuff like that, and they blow the school up in the background, and, you know, I'm like four, and I'm like, you know what, 
That's really cool. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's pretty cool. Um, I grew up on Elvis and America and um, Buddy Holly and Dixie Chicks. So it wasn't until I got older, maybe 13, 14, whenever I got my first guitar, I started actually really paying attention to heavier music and loving it more than anything. <laughs> and... Um, one of my biggest inspirations is Wes Borland. Um, just not the way he... <laughs> yeah. Um, not necessarily his sound or anything, but just his uniqueness. Um, is That's what I want to be. Like, uh, Head and Monkey and Wes are... They all have their own unique sound, and that's what I want to be. I want to create my own sound... Where people know when I'm playing, yeah, just like them. My, uh, I kind of grew up on a, a lot of like old like rap. <laughs> that's what my mom would listen to and stuff, and a lot of like country. I don't like, I don't like country anymore, but when I was a kid, it, it was alright. And uh, and then my mom was like, "You ever heard of Metallica?" And like I was like, "Uh, no, what's that?" And, like I was just like a little kid, and then um. You know, she played, like, some Metallica for me and stuff, and, like, Guns N' Roses, and I was just like, whoa! And then, uh, and then, uh, I went to school one day, and I met this guy, and, uh, became good friends, and he was, like, he showed me, uh, like, Slipknot, and, like, Avenged Sevenfold, and, like, Corn and stuff, and I was just like, boy! And I was, like, freaking out, and I was like, this is crazy, like, what is Joey Jordison doing? Like, oh my god, and then, uh, it was, like, those bands for, like, a little bit, you know, like, I like that, and then I just, like, I found out about, like, death metal and stuff, and then, like, uh, I went to, like, Whitechapel and, like, Cannibal Corpse and, like, Six Feet Under, and I was just, like, freaking out about all the crazy, crazy heavy stuff, and then I kind of, I still like all that stuff, you know, I'm still, like, super big into it, but then I kind of, you know, I kind of like to mix it up a little bit sometimes, because it used to be just, like, all just crazy, you know, all the time, and now it's, I got, like, you know, different flows or vibes that I want to do and stuff and then uh yeah and I got my I got my first drum set when I was like about when I was about uh 11 I think or maybe 10 I don't know I'm not sure but uh, I got that my first drum set and first song I ever learned how to play was uh was uh, sad but true and I was like oh and uh yeah that was pretty much it after that just I've never been taught or anything so after that I was just like playing songs from my favorite bands and stuff yeah, so I think that's it's kind of neat because we each each one of us has our own wide variety. I mean, you guys could do a podcast alone and what inspires us and what we like. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, so like, yeah, because just like Chase said, where do we begin? But uh, I think that's really neat about our band because a, a lot of others, they have a distinct sound that they want to go for. And, uh, you know, some are... You know, they are strictly thrash metal, and that's great. Tulsa needs that. Oh, yeah, love, but, you know, when they're writing, it's like, well, if it's not thrash, we can't play it. And we don't really have that. We're not really sure where we kind of fall in. Uh, so we like to try to put in and sneak in as many influences that we can. Mm-hmm. You know, when we're writing, it's not a matter of, oh, you know, I don't I don't think that, that fits, you know, our vibe or whatever. It's, you know, hey, that's kind of weird. 
we should probably spring it on somebody in the middle of the set and see how they feel about it. You know, so they're either going to bob their head or they're going to go buy a beer. It doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you know, they're there. Yeah. We just like to mix up a whole bunch of crazy stuff. We just play whatever we like. Exactly. To listen, what we listen to. So we really try to make every song really different because I know there's a lot of songs bands do. It just kind of sounds, oh, that sounds like that song they just played. And it all kind of runs runs together. Kind Redundant. Of, yeah. Yeah, that's like it. You know, it, people say, oh, you know, the, all those all their songs sound the same. It's like, well, yeah, they're the same. They're that band, right? But when you can do that, when when you can make each of your songs kind of different and still sound like, I mean, that's the key. You know, that's, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. That's that's perfect example. That's well. That's another one. Chase and I was really into. <clears throat> On Faith No More. I mean, even just his, his side, Mr. Bungle. Like, that's cool <laughs> stuff. Primus. Like, yeah, I, I'm all over that kind of stuff. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate you guys doing this, finally getting you on here. Like we've talked about for months. Yeah. Man, yeah, long overdue. This yeah. is awesome, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We really appreciate it, actually. Yeah. yeah. Cool, cool. You guys, what you guys are doing is a really cool thing, and you, you know, you you talk about bands that everyone likes, and you know they want to hear about. It. You get to meet those bands sometimes and have interviews with them. That's always cool and interesting. And if you're not doing that, you're plugging local music. You guys will talk about the local bands and what surrounds you and what your your thoughts are on them. And that's just who can't get behind that. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's cool. We also Thank love you uh, how you guys started with unsigned. Uh, no, no, no. I mean, not, they're always like you know, they might not necessarily be local, but it's an unsigned, independent artist. Mm-hmm. That's, and that's cool. That's yeah, that's a great thing. You know, yeah. man, this was this was awesome. Anytime, uh, if you guys ever want to do another one, I don't know. We we kind of well, me and Colton talk a lot, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I know, but uh, we you guys, ramble. Hey, you guys ever want to do another one and have us out again? That's totally yeah. cool with us. We we love it. We enjoy it. We enjoy listening to you guys. We, you know, we share it and stuff. And, you know, like, uh, we're proud of y'all for getting picked up because not only by Blabbermouth, but Loudwire as well yeah. picked up one of your own. Oh, yeah. So yeah. That was that cool. Was insane. That yeah. was really cool. Won't be long. Metal Sucks is going to pick you guys up. They did. They oh, did. they did? You know, with the anvil and whenever he said when that. He was talking shit about Charlie Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember him saying that like, oh, yes. Yeah. We're going to get picked up yeah. now. I'm like, I've never wanted to get in an argument with someone I was interviewing, but I'm like, I'm just going to let this go. No. no, no, no. This. But, yeah, having, you guys. <laughs> having Metal Sucks pick it up was awesome. I love that fucking website. Yeah. They, it's we, like they hate everything. It's yeah, great. Yeah. Axel is their guy, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was going to say, that's why... <laughs> they they crack us up. Um, if if we ever get to that level, mm-hmm. you know, where oh, we geez. we have someone of success and actually have like a release party that these people who <laughs> who, who make you know these critics, you know, who have to act like they give a shit, you know, because somebody's paying them to, like you mm-hmm. know, when you serve them the beer and they come in and listen to the album first. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the day they're there, I'm gonna shit my pants. I'm gonna <laughs> shake Axel's hand. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. And I'm like, I can't wait for you to rip me a new one, man. And he's gonna be like, "What are you talking about?" Like, I'm like, uh, "You're gonna hate us." Yeah. <laughs> That's how you know you made it when that when that when metal sucks rips on you. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> yeah. we yeah we we read them and laugh, and a lot of people get real bent out of shape over it. You, just going through the the comment 
section. Yeah, that was a yeah. pretty cancerous. Oh, yeah, <laughs> pretty wild. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was ready for them to say these two guys interviewing them suck, but <laughs> comment on that. So I was going to say because we played out there, and I think how how many people did we? We had 30 people from Tulsa follow us. Yeah. That blew our minds. Yeah. That was and, awesome. Uh, that was our first time in OKC. We had 30 people from Tulsa. And how many people we had from OKC? What was our turnout? We had like 50 or 60? Yeah, we had about 60. And then, was this on a, was it on a Sunday? Yeah. It's pretty good for a Sunday, Sunday night, Thunder Alley, our first time playing in OKC. We thought we were going to be playing for 10 people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, it was cool. Like, the, the, the name itself is, is big on, term what it what it means to be less than human so it's like we like i hate bullying i hate people that are like racist or whatever they try to tear someone down because that's you know that's something they can't control maybe the religious belief whatever just let man let, 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 let people, people, be people be yeah and so uh less than human we colton came up with the name and it was the idea of just i don't know it was kind of make a group and a, a band even though the songs are like heavy or whatever, we can kind of tie a little. I mean, it seems negative on the surface, but if you dig in deep, every song's a little bit yeah. positive. And each each song, well, the band Less Than Human. It's for those who've been made to feel less than. Yeah. I mean, anybody who's been made to feel inadequate at one point in their life, stick up for those guys. I honestly feel that I don't care who you are. You, if you got the biggest ego and the and the biggest head, there's a one point in your life when somebody put you down and that and that dug at you. Mm. You know, fortunately for them, they're able to bounce back. There's some kids who don't get to do that. Yeah, so yeah. some people don't have. I mean, now was I traumatized or bullied? No, no, not at all. But I've seen others. We, we stuck up for a lot. Yeah, of kids, stuck yeah. up for kids like that throughout high school and whatever. And it's just, I just don't think it's a. I'm, I'm, something I'm really against, and, uh, and there's some people that can't really escape it. Like their right. lives, it just yeah, yeah, it doesn't just end at high school. So that's why yeah. at our shows, even if it's heavy, we encourage everybody, everyone to come, to come out, and everyone to just open your mind, try to have a little fun, and just get rowdy. And man, that's been working. And then yeah. you know, hang out, talk to people after the show, whatever. And some people yeah. like to make it a, you know, this is a very exclusive, yeah, thing. Don't but, show up unless you're this way and you have to dress a certain way. And, yeah, and, and, and listen we're not, to a certain category. You could listen music. to like, you could like not even listen to metal at all, and then just like us, and we'd be we'd be totally cool. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say, you know, a lot of a lot of, a lot of people come up, are like, I'm not, I don't listen to metal, you know, and they're like, but, but gosh darn it, that song regulated <laughs> me, got me grooving. Oh yeah, 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 they like regulated, yeah, but uh, you know, and Everyone. they and they they, they like the grooves we'll throw at them. And, you know, and they, and they kind of just feel the, and, you know, they're like, hey, I, I can bounce to this. Yeah. You know, and that's, and that's how shake my booty to Usually when we get put on a bill, <laughs> we like to, I mean, we, sometimes we stick out bad, like that's a sore thumb. Usually. Like, yeah, usually. Yeah. Um, if, if, uh, old man's with us, we feel right at home. Yeah. Because yeah. they're so freaking so wonky and, yeah. and fun too. They're so, so much fun. I love watching them. We also have a, a decent following mm. of people who, yeah. who who like to show up and support us and and plaster our name everywhere, <coughs> which is great. We love it. But um, it was just weird watching that shift happen because at one point, you know, we'd go to play and everybody would just fucking hate us. Mm. And, you know, we were just like, okay. And, you know, and it wasn't like a, what did we do to change that? We didn't. 
We were like, well, we're just going to keep playing our music. The drummer's decent. Yeah, the drummer's decent. <laughs> the, man, the, the band is good, but that vocalist, he needs to just, what's he so angry about? I'm like, yeah. Do you good. have to yell every song? I'm like, eh. I'm really surprised that I don't get more old people. Because I know that, you know, there's a lot of sexist old men. Mm-hmm. Actually, yes. Yeah, that's one of the things that we people need. would try to discredit because they, you know, they're like, they got a female guitarist. Like, dude, that don't mean shit. Like, you'd be surprised. She'll whoop your ass on go guitar. Home. Get out. Like, <laughs> go home. Get off stage, or you know, or even before we get on stage, and they'll, oh, you guys are less than human, and we may, like, yeah, and we introduce ourselves, and they'll shake. Our hands yeah. and leave Brittany out. That's happened so many times. Yeah, uh, yeah that think, happens they a think lot. I'm, I'm just like everything. his girlfriend. And it's yep. <laughs> like, what do you like? We're so like shoving Brittany to the front. Like, this is our guitarist. I really, yeah. I'm just like, yeah. I don't give a shit about you guys. You just yeah, you blew it. <laughs> yeah. Who was we had Lola from Redneck Nostrato on here, and she said that several times she walks in a venue and they're like, no girlfriends in the back. Yeah, yeah, dude. So. Yeah, that's just that's a shitty feeling. It is stupid. Uh, yeah, Iron Man girls can so rock power just yeah, as hard. Power to the girls yeah. that rock out. That's just so cool. There, there's there's nobody else I'd rather have as our guitar player than Brittany. We, we love the yeah. yeah. Cavalier Brothers. I mean, yeah, the Supper Tour, yeah. the Roots album. I remember. Uh, did I show you that album? Or did you already no, know it? Yeah. Um, I knew. I think I knew about it, but yeah. I never really listened to it. I just remember I was. Playing it like crazy, and as soon as I saw it was getting announced, I uh, remember as kids, yeah, we all called it Sepultra. Yeah, <laughs> Sepultra. <laughs> you got, you got. I mean, you know, you got to forgive us. We're, you know, a couple of young kids in the suburbs. You know, <laughs> have you heard of the Sepultra roots? Like, <laughs> but you know what? It's yeah, like, yeah, it was yeah. just badass. Yeah. Uh, so it fly, was such you know. a good show. Well, there you go. All four members of Less Than Human. Want to thank them for taking the time out of their day to come over here. They came over to what did you call it? The comp, the Thunder Underground comp- compound. The compound, yeah. There you go. That's right. They came over, sat down. We just had a nice talk. We actually talked to them for probably over a couple hours. Yeah. You know, because they're just as you heard in that. You know, great personalities. All four easy to talk to. You know, it's just a joy, and I'm glad that we got them on here finally. You mentioned earlier we procrastinated and we. <laughs> mentioned their name countless times in the yeah. last four or six months and because we were confident it would happen we just waited too long but i think the wait was well worth it definitely like we mentioned they're opening for mushroom head may 18th that's this coming thursday get on our facebook and like us follow us so that way you see this contest which is coming this weekend we're going to be giving away several tickets for this show. Yep. Courtesy of Less Than Human. It's at the Diamond Barroom, which is always a fun time to see a show. So get your ass down there to do it. And like Jason said earlier, it's going to be some crazy shit. You're going to rub hummus on you? I can't remember what he said you have to rub on you. Was it wasn't hummus. Oh, I can't. I don't oh, it was refried beans. Oh, yeah, refried I beans. I was in the right area of bean products. Tutu, yeah. you know, uh, maybe uh, stretch a cock ring out really far and put it around your head. That's what that's what needs to happen. You know who's going to win this contest now? Who? Either Dakota or Trevor. <laughs> They're the only two people that would do this. <laughs> uh, hey, as long as there's pictures. Right. Well, like I mentioned earlier, we played Machine in the Mountain, episode 85. Less than human. We're glad to finally have him here. Yes. I don't think we got much else to say, do we? No, just, you know, 
there you go. That there's what it was, and you know, Facebook. Are you drunk? Instagram. Kind of am. That's well, yeah, kind of the point. We could we could uh, mention that stuff. Goddamn. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram is at the Thunder Underground. YouTube is also at the Thunder Underground. Subscribe there. We have most all these podcasts up there as well. We've also got a show called Every Album in a Row, where we talk about a band's entire catalog from the first song to the last. Abba's up next. Yes. We've got Abba coming. We've also got Mr. Mr. coming. <laughs> and we've got Billy Ocean coming here in a few weeks. That's the one I really can't wait for. Yeah. We've already done Molly Hatchet. And who was the other band we did? Bush. Bush is coming to Tulsa on June 2nd or 6th. That was like a 45-second episode. And we will be there to interview Gavin Rossdale. Oh, my God. Now you're drunk. No, I just want to talk to him and say, Sir, why did you write the second worst song of all time in Glycerin? What's the first worst? Hey there, Delilah. Oh, yeah, well, true. That ain't no shit. He's got one up on that band. Yeah, yeah, true. Anyway, this shit just went off the rails. But the point Always is... Always does, man. You need to get on SoundCloud and subscribe there as well, because every single episode's there of the podcast. 123 previous episodes, including guys from The Obsessed. We're talking about Wino. Yes. The legend, the forefather of doom metal. The only Wino I want to give my money to. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and they've got a new album coming soon. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Heard a new song a while back that was kick-ass. We've also had on guys from... Megadeth, which is Chris Broderick. He's got a new band called Act of Defiance, which is great. We've had on guys from Shinedown, from Soil, from Drowning Pool, from Warrant, from Battlecross, from Death Angel, from Overkill, Europe. Truck Fighters. Hell yeah. Kiss. I need some kid who hasn't wiped his first cum stain off his leg to tell me what I need in my life. Yeah. We've had on Gene Simmons That's in this right. podcast. Uh, uh, Skyler from He Is Legend. Yes. Lips from Anvil. And look at what the fuck is the best movie of the year, this year. <laughs> A musical. <laughs> that was fucking shit. I went to see it. La La Land. Are I you fucking... Are you <laughs> fucking... <laughs> that was fucking crap. The Sword. The Sword. That was awesome. Hell yeah. There's a ton more guys as well. Like I said, 123 previous episodes for you to check out. Subscribe to us on YouTube and SoundCloud. Follow us on all our social medias. Follow Less Than Human on Reverb Nation and on Facebook. And one more thing I wanted to mention for Less Than Human. When they mentioned, I believe it was Chase that talked about how they're not actively trying to record music because... They want people to have to come to the live show. And when you first said that, I'm like, that's kind of weird. But as soon as you thought about it for more than five seconds, you're like, that's that's genius. That's yeah. Gene Simmons level marketing genius. Yeah, it is. I mean, because these days it's all about the live show. Yeah. And the fact is, like you mentioned early on, these guys have a great following and they put on a stellar live show. And people are ready. You know, it's, they have a buzz in this town. Mm-hmm. People talk about their live show. Yes. So for them to, you know, make it even more important that you come because, hey, if you want to hear less than human music, there's like three songs on the Reverb Nation that they did demo versions of. Yes. But they're putting off recording like full on versions of these songs. So you'll come see them 
and it works. And you want to come see them because they're fucking great. It's a great idea. Yeah. And, and so it's kudos to them. Forward thinking, and it's you know the way things are going. Really, I think that sums it up. It does. It sure does. I'm not saying anything else. You suck. I'm proud of you. Until next time. We can go back to talking about muscular front men. If you want. Oh <laughs> man. Who <laughs> <laughs> was talking about you? Oh boy, uh, <laughs> your your physique. No. Am I like a Till Lindemann buff? No. <laughs> well, they were talking about Doyle, and they were talking about oh, how great shape he was in. Oh, that was like, ridiculous. Yeah. You see, if we did you see the? Uh, did you show them the picture we we took with Doyle? Oh, no. it's towering over us. Oh man, <laughs> this is ridiculous. He is the real life Frankenstein. Thunder Underground, y'all.